0: Talking Like Normal People is brought to you by MyCastingFile.com, MyCastingFile, the place for talent to get their start. Welcome to Talking Like Normal People, a show dedicated to talking about acting, casting, and auditions, and probably a bunch of other stuff, too, with people who love it. I am your host, Ryan Glorioso, casting director based in New Orleans, Louisiana. To the right of me, the future, Justin Coulter, (laughs) casting associate. Hello, listeners. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. We've had a, a tremendous amount of listens in the last week. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty cool. Please remember to subscribe on iTunes and or Google Play and follow us on Instagram at Talking Like Normal People or on Twitter at Talk Like Normal. So this week's postcard fun yeah Justin it's yeah. our fa- I think it's one of our favorites ever it's it's not really I, okay I'm calling it postcards against Plural. humanity yeah right Postcards I, against humanity I,
1: I, that's probably how she thought it too. so
0: I, I posted this on Instagram. this will be a good reason for you to go follow us on Instagram. It's basically the game cards for postcards against humanity or Cards Against Humanity, <laughs> but it's her headshots, and it says, so the first one is, I don't know if you know that game post, uh, Cards Against Humanity. No, I don't. So I don't. it's actually kind of a, a dirty, naughty game. It's Ooh. like apples so to apples. You get, I love apples You apples. get like a, a question, and uh-huh. then, uh, and then, everybody has a bunch of cards in their hands and they come up with like the best answer to the question, but it'll be something completely. So you
2: can buy this game like it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah.
2: My husband and I are in the market for a new, I love board games.
0: Awesome. So this girl hers is, uh, I want to cast slash audition Sarah Nicklin because she is right. And then we would get like our cards look to see like, Oh, what's the best one? So the ones she sent me all these, um, the first one is an effing badass, scuba certified, sword fighter, skier, horseback rider, and avid backpacker, and then it's got two pictures of her, right? And then nice. the other side has her phone number and or her agent's phone number and her name. The second option is, so I want to cast slash audition Sarah Nicklin because she is the loving pet parent to three rescue cats, a Bengal, and one with... Epilepsy, who volunteers at a no-kill shelter. Oh, God. All right. Then the third choice, I want to cast slash audition Sarah Nicklin because she is a tech geek executive uh, IRL in real life computer programmer who did seo on thewalkingdead.com it's crazy nice and then she's got different pictures for each one and normally what i do with these is i just toss them no but i am gonna keep this one because it's kind of cool you and, know
1: i might need that because i'm writing a script about an it girl who moonlights lights as a scuba diver that saves six sick cats oh my god <laughs> what good timing for her to send this it's perfect so it's i'm
2: gonna amazing. hold on to this one what for a me. great and and have you ever gotten any other cards like this
0: no. It's this well is like This that. is
1: probably the best one.
2: That's
0: that's pretty that unique. Yeah. Pretty unique. I wonder what she spent I'm on that. Yeah. Okay. I'm impressed. Okay. Actor tip of the week. Mm-mm so, uh, if you're ever at a SAG commercial audition, yes. please be sure to sign in and sign mm. out. Mm. <laughs> you, you may just make a few bucks from being there for an unexpected period of time. Yeah, We, we experienced it this week with a casting we did uh, where our, our uh, creative director uh, kept the actors uh, an extremely long time. And if those actors signed in and out they yeah. they're probably going to get paid some yeah. money, right? And it'll be a nice little little bonus for them having sat there forever. I hope so. I hope so too. Yeah. What a nice surprise. All right, you hear that voice <laughs> oh, it's coming in? So, That's that, beautiful. I know it's a beautiful voice. Smoky That's today's guest. So Today's guest is one of my favorite actors. With her stellar acting chops, her ginger locks, and the smokiest of voices, (laughs) she sets herself apart from the pack with a slew of feature film credits, including the upcoming Bobcat Goldthwait's Misfits and Monsters, and major TV credits such as Betty on Army Wives, and the voice of Aunt Lil on Squidbillies. Uh. (laughs) What? Please welcome Patricia French. Yay. I call uh, her
2: Patty. Do you like Patty or Patricia? You can call me Patty. All right, you can call me
0: Patty. But professionally, you you go by Patricia? I do. And um you
2: know how you never like your name when you're a kid and you hate it and it's yes. like I never You know, so I never uh, really liked my name. I was Patty, Patty K, Patsy, blah, 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 you know, as a kid. And then I finally started liking my name, so I started using it professionally. But it doesn't matter because everybody calls me Patty. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. What the hell, you know? Yeah. It's it's like by the time you're as old as me, you're right back where you started from when you were a kid. There you go. But it's it's good. You're not that old. No, I know. But people say my name first and last name together. I'm not just Patty.
1: I'm always... Patty 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 French. French. You're one of those people that... I don't know. What is that?
0: It's a great name. I mean, I've never met anyone with your name. I mean... Patty French. I've never met anyone named Patty French before. Like, if you think of Patty (laughs) French, I think of this person right in Patty front of me. Patty French right? could be
1: a lot of things. It could be a gangster rapper. It could be a oh banker. My God. It could be... You
0: should become a gangster rapper.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it could also be a boxer. I could do the gangster.
2: <laughs> 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 All right. I think I'd fall pretty easy in that. Yeah, it's funny. It's like French fries or uh, French... Uh, it's just this name that I, it's always the same name.
0: And, and French is your birth name?
2: It is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And believe it or not There's more Frenches Than you'd think Yeah mm. But not Patty France no. But
0: you're not French No What are you <laughs>
2: I'm Irish and Scotch and uh oh no that's you don't I'm look dry. French yeah. no I'm i just not.
1: asked you like Cherokee the indian the most annoying bit. question in the world i hate when people ask me that and i just spit
0: it out at you what are
1: you, <laughs> what, are you? what are you what
0: are you justin
1: i'm i'm an american
0: <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah. all right patty americans start from the beginning who are you where are you from like you can go way way back or wherever you want to start from
2: wow well um I'm a Navy brat. I'm a military brat. So that's always a long story. Yeah. Um, my mother was from Sandy. Well, actually, she was from Oklahoma, but like all the Okies in the 20s and 30s and the Depression, they all went to Southern California to work in aircraft uh, factories and to build stuff during the war. You know, all those um, those kind of women that worked in the factories when the men were in the war. So anyway, my mother was raised in San Diego. And my father was in the Navy, and he was from Florida. And, of course, he fell in love with my mother in San Diego when he was stationed there. And then they went to Hawaii, and I was conceived in the Dole Pineapple Fields. Oh, she went way back, way back. Because my father father got really drunk not too long before he died and told me that. Really? (laughs) On New Year's Eve, yeah. I was like, oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) And really, I was born September 30th, so I was like... He's not lying. That my mother was uh, not happy that he said that. So, yeah. And so I was born in San Diego because we were stationed there. Lived all over the place. Puerto Rico and Guam and the D.C. Nice. You know, uh, D.C. area, Maine, Seattle, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and a lot of time in Florida also. That's where my dad's uh, family was from. And so that's where I finished school. Uh, finally. Uh, went to one school over two years, okay. and so that was a big deal. To How actually, old
1: were you
2: then? Um, so I was starting high school sixteen. Oh, okay. So I, I think it explains uh, well. Ex- it actually, it's really interesting. Um, preachers' kids and um, uh, military kids and stuff. Uh-huh. There's a huge um, group that become actors. Yeah, it's like Why one is of the, that. I think because... You have a lot to pull
0: from, you yeah, know, living all over the do. place. You do. You
2: have a lot to pull from. You're always the new kid in school. You have to find a way to, um, be, but, you know, do your thing. Um, yeah, I mean, Julianne more or diplomats too, but traveling a lot, moving around a lot. You're right, though. It is There is a lot to pull from, but I also think it's sort of um, uh, finding a way to... Um, seem like you're comfortable when what kid wants to be in a new school every two or three, you know, so you have to like amp yourself up. Oh, great. A new school. So when did you start? Uh, when did the acting start for you? I I did. Well, you know, as a young kid, always sang in church, always did all the school plays and that sort of thing. And then I did, um, theater in high school
0: and then do you remember your first, uh, your first Show in high school?
2: Yes, it was the musical Mame. Were you were you anti Mame? I wasn't Mame, but <laughs> I was Sally Cato. She was the other, and I played like a whole bunch of women. Did you have
0: clubs. that voice in high school? Uh, not
2: quite, but it's always <laughs> it wasn't been as low. Refined. No, it's always been low. My father used to call, and he, it, from the time I I don't know twelve years old, he could never tell if it was me or my mom. <laughs> and so. Probably somewhere I I did it to imitate my mom, you know, unconsciously, because I thought my mom had a really pretty voice, you know. So um, I remember taking speech when I went to the Shakespeare Conservatory, and this speech teacher was like, when the first day of class, he was like, you know, talking to everybody. He was like, your parents were school teachers. And this guy's like, how do you know that? He goes, oh, because most school teachers' kids, they over-articulate, and they have... And he could sort of tell, like he was like a speech psychiatrist or something.
0: It was weird. He was sort of... He was the speech whisperer. Speech whisperer.
2: Yes. So, yes. Did a lot of um, theater and sang and and all that. My mom's family was really musical. Everybody played instruments and... um, my mom was a, a true Southern California woman was obsessed with movies. So, I mean, my mom was, and my dad w- was gone a lot in the Navy. So I was going to all kinds of really interesting movies by the time I was five or six, you know, who's afraid of Virginia Woolf. And cause my mom wanted a companion to watch movies and oh, so she cool. let me stay up late. Yeah. I saw a lot of, a
0: lot of crazy things that I probably shouldn't have seen. Yeah. That, that do you, do you think that Part of the reason it, that you fell for acting is because you wanted to show your mom that you could be like them, or anything like that, or like the movies you you were watching.
1: I'm about to uncover a layer. Uh, <sighs> yeah, we're going deep. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't
2: know that I was trying to show. Uh, my mother definitely was. Um, didn't do what she wanted to do. You know, know, be an actress or be a singer or a dancer or whatever. So I, I'm sure there's part of me that went, "Okay, mom, I'll do that." Yeah, it, but believe me, I love to pretend and stay in my room and daydream and, you know, listen to Judy Garland and everybody else yeah. and Barbara Streisand. It, is so. your
0: mother? Is your mother still around? Or? No, she's not.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Um, but um. I I moved her up from Florida and she was sort of around me in Atlanta the last 8 years. She had Alzheimer's. But um she always had AMC on in her room and she had no freaking idea. <laughs> that Elizabeth Taylor was not alive anymore. (laughs) That none of these people were alive. I mean, that was... Right. And she got really pissed off at me one time. I I must have told her mom is, you know, somebody that she loved like William Holden or something. And she was not having that.
0: No. William Holden, geez. Oh, yeah. That's old. I know. I know. know He died a long time ago, right? I know. But she didn't know. Did she...
2: And maybe it was my fault because I left AMC (laughs) in her room all the time. But she never... By that time, she could change channels and i knew she loved those channels so yeah.
0: did she get to see you act in movies and stuff she or? did
2: and she got to see the last show she saw me do and i don't know how cognizant she was was i did um Blanche and Streetcar Named Desire at the Ooh. Shakespeare uh theater in Atlanta but it didn't really matter i mean i i did that she saw me do long day's journey and tonight she saw the stuff but if my friends were talking to her in the bathroom, you know, like when they came to see shows, she would be like, you, you should have seen her in MAME. <laughs> uh, in high school, yes. Jeez, I, she's, I love her in the musicals.
0: Uh, like, you oh, set geez. the bar too Mom, high that I, yeah. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Apparently, yeah. So, so you go to high school, you get to do MAME, and then... Then,
2: you- I, then I, I, like a lot of girls from the 60s... I got married and had a baby. Smart. (laughs) really well I love smart my move.
0: <laughs> is your daughter uh, we didn't have the... a, my daughter is um... I, I did you say it was a daughter or yes. did I just assume no, I, okay you, I is she in the business that. no
2: she is not she's a teacher Her, she's a smart. teacher my son smart. Is smart. <laughs> and uh, my granddaughter is also works for the school system she just got married she's a speech ther- therapist but I told my nephew my um, grandson who's a brainiac I'm like somebody in this freaking family has to do something besides teach. So somebody can have some money.
0: Yeah. So you're like the, the wacky granny who is an actor. Yeah. Do they think you're crazy. They do, but they <laughs> love me. I'm Mimi. I bet they do. Yeah, hey, Mimi. Yeah, Mimi. I, my grandmother was Mimi as well.
2: Oh really? Yes.
0: I, yes. I, th- I thought I made it up, but I meet a lot of Mimi. There's so a lot of Mimi. Yeah. Yeah. Mimi. My
2: mom was Nana, so I was, I couldn't be Nana.
0: Gotcha. My mom was one of those that did not want to be a grandma name, so she her Neither name did I. her name was Cheryl, and she uh, she decided that the grandkids would call her Shash, which Shash. isn't even the same letters as her name. <laughs> it
1: Shash.
0: was with her yeah. name. Her name was Cheryl with a C. Pizzazz on it. Yeah, she had a lot of pizzazz. Um, so she was she was, she was like Shash. It. Okay, so then do you so are you solely an actor now? I am not, Um,
2: but I I mean, primarily I am, but I work part-time for a regional arts organization called South Arts. Oh, nice. Yeah, so you know, you have the NEA, the National Endowment of the Arts, Okay. and then they have um, six regionals, and it's sort of the way all the money is granted. And then under the regionals, you have um, the nine, for us, for South Arts, the nine southern states. Awesome. So, you know, the head of the arts council in Louisiana and Mississippi and Alabama and blah, blah, blah.
0: What's your what's your role with that? What do you- I'm the office manager. Nice. Yeah. And, yeah. and when everyone in the office sees a movie and they come in on Monday and they're like,
2: you were in the I movie know, I saw
0: I over know. the weekend. They're always freak like, out? you
2: never talk about what you... Do. I do
0: talk to my, like my best friend yeah. there. I but. mean, you work a lot, so I'm sure you have to take off from that job a good bit, right? I do, but you know, it's the weird... I mean, when I was doing
2: Army Wives, that was three seasons, so I had to sit down with my boss and go... Right. But, you know, for the most part, you bop over there, you work two to three days. Right. Um, and and um, she was really cool about working with me on that.
0: Um, but yeah, yeah. I um, mean, you have this you have this incredible list of credits. So three seasons on Army Wives. Mm-hmm. Huh? Tell us about that. I mean, that's. That's not a common thing for a regional, regional actors actor. to get to yeah. get that kind of uh, recur on a on a yeah, series. Yeah,
2: there was a few of us. Um, Rhoda Griffiths, she was on for two seasons and then came back or something. But yeah, it was
0: it was great. I watched your I watched the clips of that today on oh, your you? uh, on your uh, Real? IMDb page. There's like four or five minutes of. Army Wives on that. I need to get on IMDB And make sure that's all
2: updated But yeah On my other reels Like on Actors Access Or whatever I have like Season Some from season one Some from season two And then when I die
0: Yeah I sort of I saw the
1: dying it. stuff Spoiler oh, alert! Sorry. Um, well, <laughs> I was gonna dig into Army Wives tonight, and now I don't know what to do. What are you gonna do
0: with your time? I there's no other content to watch. Well, to the watch. Um, <laughs> the um,
2: original showrunner and creator, Catherine Fuji, she really, you know, she really had a whole um, vision, but that she left after the first season. Okay, so, but it was a really. Uh, You know, it was interesting because my character's name was Betty, and that's my mom's name, and I was a Navy brat. And so when I went in for the callback, I was just like, "You need to give me this." Not that Betty, the character, was in the military, but I always had a backstory. Did you
1: Did you bring that up in the callback? Like, hey, I did. You You did." did i see i see people do that like they'll be in the audition and I be like always. i i actually am a store clerk in real life and so this role is perfect for me yeah it
0: like, doesn't work all the time yeah. no. but
1: and i attended bar for like
0: betty owned the bar right she owned the bar the hump bar oh there
1: you go and
2: w- in in looking back at like a lot of the stuff where i'm having to talk and move and make drinks and stuff i was like yeah pro yeah yeah because it's so different. Well, you know, yeah, it's different doing it on set because you're, you know a props guy is going to go, no, you can't put that there, mm-hmm. blah blah blah, and you are like, but how am I going to put vermouth at my martini?
0: I mean, <laughs> I think you are you are perfect for that. You know, like I I don't think you being an army brat and your mom being named Betty and all that. I I think that they would just see you and say, wow, she's she's perfect for this role, just based on your talent and your voice and your look and. I mean, how many times have I have I done searches uh, looking for a type of person and I'm like, oh, my God, Patty Patty French, French. Uh, Patty uh, French, French. three, three times
1: on Preacher this season. Oh, yeah. 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 At least three times. Uh, Uh, Maybe the fourth time's the charm. Yeah, well Uh, don't get excited
2: about that. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's what everybody says. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, you never know what'll happen. No, you don't. We're we're closing up our season on that, so I don't think there's gonna be at least this season anything. It's breaking my heart. I know. Yeah. It's breaking my bank.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's breaking your bank.
2: But it'll be back.
0: Yeah, hopefully. But where? We'll get into that. This is really
2: interesting. Uh, the woman that owns the um, the woman that owns the condo that I always rent when I'm here, she's a big IT person in Phoenix and travels all the time. She freaking loves Preacher. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And in knowing her I wouldn't thought she was, but she's definitely got a crazy dark side. She's like, that's the craziest I love it.
0: Blah blah blah
1: blah blah. So. But obviously, you don't say nothing because of the NDA you signed. Oh, well, I haven't been on it. You still sign one to audition. <laughs> yeah, you do.
0: You sign one to audition.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> should I have not even said no. I auditioned? <laughs> no, no, you're, you're fine.
0: fine. Okay, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. that's what I thought. Nobody listens to the show.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I Sony do know that you're like I got you now. <laughs>
2: that's the thing. I mean, people really if you say anything, then they start asking you stuff. Right. So um but no, that's all I said about that was that I had auditioned a few no, times.
0: No, I'm joking. So yeah. what so in case we haven't said this, I'm pretty sure that it's come up or am I just assuming audience, uh Patty lives in Atlanta. Yeah. I do. So you're part of the Atlanta uh community of actors that travel to New Orleans to work a, a good bit of time. Um and vice versa? Yeah, and vice versa. What, so what is your what is the community like in Atlanta since we're in New Orleans and we don't really we don't really know <sighs> a whole bunch about it.
1: Well, y'all best friends out there. So yeah, yeah do people get jazz?
0: together? I, Are you like you know,
1: I, I think they
2: used to I mean I, I knew I felt much more a part of a community in Atlanta when I was really doing a lot of theater, the theater community was a huge family, which
0: it it's, I mean, I think that's probably norm. true for any exactly like exactly theater versus film, because you're not, I mean, if you're not on a film from the beginning to the end, right. you're not right going out for drinks day. after, right. or, you know, right, whatever right, the,
2: right. um, And then so many theaters have sort of gone away. Um, I I think I I feel really, really close to um, a group of people that are most of them women and with my agency and stuff like that. But um, I bet you it's a lot closer community here. I don't know because do,
0: do you go? Do you actually go on physical auditions, live auditions in Atlanta, or is hardly, it mostly tapes? Hardly ever.
1: That's what hardly. I'm starting to learn. Is that. Do, you yeah. think,
0: do you think the community is uh, the the socialization of the community is dry because the lack yes. of that?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. We 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 do a lot of. In person auditions and here, we cram trying them
1: all to all in our hallway for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, the, <laughs> trying the to few, keep that
0: process alive. Yeah, the
2: few times when I've been here, it was like so cool to see Liz and see you guys and see Candy and see a bunch. That um, God, when was it? Was it was it in November or something? I don't know. I it seems like I read for you and I read for. Um, Liz But then there was This whole group of actors All these people I had seen yeah. Before On shows And um, it was It was very very cool I
0: can't tell you like How many times So You you said something there That made me think So you come You come in for Liz And then Suddenly I'm doing something In here And I'm like Let me go see who's waiting In the yeah. lobby for Liz And I I pull people in All the time I'm like Hey you want to read for this While you're here Yeah All the time yeah it's so you, it's you great missed, that you
2: guys have these buildings
0: yeah that, and um, you missed that too like yeah. w- w- having all these you could, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could get discovered yeah you could get discovered
2: yeah um people store just had their like i don't know uh, oh i know what it was atlanta film festival was going on so they did just like a little cocktail party and so there was a people that hadn't seen each other in ages, unless you go out of your way. And I, I go into my agency a lot in tape, but a lot of people never do.
0: They're, yeah. You know, they just do it in their closet.
1: Yeah. Well, the, yeah, that that was my Basically. other question. Atlanta being such a tape heavy market. Is there a lot of services there? Or do people like set up their own in home? studios? There
2: are a lot of services. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of them have gotten their own. You know, sort of in home studios, and they maybe there's a group of three or four that tape each other all the time. Yeah. Um, but I gotta tell you, <laughs> nobody is as professional and cool as Candy. Oh yeah For her taping service
0: Yes Yeah Candy's Candy's killing it with it This episode
1: brought to you By
0: Brave Arrow Productions Yeah Wow She did not Sponsor this (laughs) episode She didn't
1: give up nothing (laughs) I mean
2: You know Her website is right on And this and that (laughs) And You can schedule Yeah you schedule it And she's like Follows up um, Because I'm sure There's plenty of people that aren't very professional. Yeah, and, and she's, she's a, a and
0: she's a good actor. She's a good actor. Yeah, to read oh with I know you. to yeah. read
1: with And I was she like, worked in a casting office for like what, ten years? Uh-huh. She worked for Liz. Yeah. yeah, yeah
2: I know. Yeah. And I actually know her from Atlanta when she was in school. Oh yeah, wow.
0: She, yeah. She's from there. Yeah. So yeah. would what would you so say there's uh, some young actor sitting in like Bunky, Louisiana, which is northern Louisiana uh-huh. that wants to be an actor. Would you recommend that they move to New Orleans or Atlanta? Do you think Atlanta is a good place to go for a young actor to start out? Or is it or is it does it matter in your eyes?
2: I think the most important thing is to go somewhere and take classes. Yeah. Yeah. So and if you're just starting and it's a smaller market, I would think New Orleans would be better. Yeah. I mean, I just always think when you're first starting, it's like when you first get an agent or when you first do this. If one of the things that I think I sort of made a mistake, but Rebecca Schrager, who owns People Store, saw me in a two person show when I first moved to Atlanta, Danny in the Deep Blue Sea. And so I didn't I had just moved there. And so she was like, do you need an agent? And I was like, yeah, well. People store's like the biggest agency in Atlanta. Yeah. It's even bigger so now. So you feel like you got lost? In I the feel shuffle like it would have been part. better in the beginning to have a smaller agency. Yeah. Um but, but you've done well with them. I, I have. Yeah. I have done really well. And I was doing a lot of theater. So um but I don't know, if somebody was just starting, I I kind of would say a smaller market.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I and mean, then, then of course you've got say, ev-
2: everybody moving in. I mean, you guys have the same problem.
0: Yeah, but in Atlanta, I, I mean, think Atlanta's probably like um, getting, loaded. It's, it's got it's all, crazy. All of our actors, old
1: New Orleans actors are out
0: there. Actors moved to New Orleans.
1: So uh, I've I have a question. Um, Jason's China like, so, no, he's like, don't. No more competition. Work. I'm trying. I'm kind of trying to wrap my head around the idea of like. You know, actors coming in from other markets to the southeast, and they come to New Orleans, and they're like, huh, here's my resume. I'm with this agency. If you're just doing self-tapes in Atlanta, where, where is the opportunity for a new actor in that market to familiarize themselves with the casting directors there? That's why you have to take classes. Uh, are you talking like the- casting director workshops
2: and things well, like that? Well, workshops, yeah, and then maybe... Well, if somebody was just starting out, I would be telling them to also take a really. Let's, good let's say class. they have yeah. a
1: resume and a demo reel. Let's say they then
2: then they've got you know they've just got to the,
0: send their stuff out and hope that
1: yeah. Um and and any of the
2: casting director workshops those, yeah I'm those,
0: sure I'm sure the casting directors there do general do. meetings and I mean yeah. they can't just base it all on tapes. There's no way they could get a sense of a, a human being's like physicality, from a tape. I'm right. I'm gonna do and
1: some investigation and find out what it's like over there.
0: You should go. You should go pose as an actor. Yeah. I'm for gonna, six gonna go undercover
1: in Atlanta. Oh dun dun my God.
0: Dun dun. What's yeah. that show called? We're undercover boss. Where undercover
1: like, actor. Yeah. And I come out with much lower self-esteem than I went in with. Exactly. Like it could get
2: any lower sometimes, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: so speaking. But of, everybody wants to be in the room. It's always better to be in the yeah. room. Yeah. I mean, it is.
0: It is. It is. Especially it, our room. Yeah. So speaking of uh, Y'all take, have a cool room. taking classes and training, uh-huh. do you still train, or or do you feel like you've? I mean, not that you're you're done or anything like that, but do you feel like you've you work enough that you get a lot of your training like on the job or like how I, do if you? If
2: something comes along that's really good and it's somebody that I respect that's teaching it, or there's a different. Take on it. I love to take a class, but for the most part, those are few and far between. You know, it's usually Joe Smo, who's got much less experience than me. But he's a great (laughs) teacher, right? And and that doesn't mean that he couldn't be. Yeah, right. But um,
0: right, right. there's a lot of that in Atlanta. So, what um, do you subscribe to? Any like methods or anything like that for your acting?
2: I sort of believe that you should take a little bit from everything. What makes sense to you? You know, I've done Stanislavski, and and, um, I did a whole series of master classes for Actors Express, which is one of the really, really good um, edgy theater companies that I worked with in Atlanta. Um, That was probably the place that I first worked with. And I think they had a thing going with Southern Rep for a while during... um, after Katrina, when Southern Rep didn't have a home, okay, I think they, they, oh, did, some they did stuff like with a... Actors Express, yeah. Um, anyway, the artistic director who started the theater, who's been out in Portland uh, for a long time, he had a whole series of master classes. It was really more for a director, but you know, as an actor... You have to direct yourself. I mean, lots of times, even though you're not supposed to, you might have a director that doesn't. Yeah, in... No, they're asking for the whole Grant. So, so is that whole great series of um, Stella Adler, you know, how to find given circumstance and uh, character and... Um, all of that. So yeah, I took a lot of Meisner. Yeah. So
0: you have a a ton of tools in your bag that you can pull from if needed, but it's kind of like once you have all this training, you, you pack your bag and then leave. Pack your bag. is that what Meisner said? There you go.
2: Yeah. And it's true. Like sometimes lately I've noticed when I was, since I've been older, I'm like, why well, you didn't do enough prep on your script and blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm feeling guilty that I maybe didn't do enough, but then it's like, it's already there. Yeah. It's in there. It's, it, you it's have ingrained a, in you. You have a shortcut to get there now.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Good for you. I mean,
0: I think our <laughs> listeners that the, the tens that do listen to this, the tens of yeah. them, um, Appreciate this info because, like each guest that we've had on has a different, a lot, a, lot, a few of them have been similar to you, pulling from mm-hmm. different techniques. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've had guests who have never had a bit of training who work all the time. Yeah, you know, oh yeah, and it's just like a natural gut instinct and the you know how they feel and in the moment and. But I feel like you know having that bag of uh, the bag of tools. You know, if you need to get to a certain place at a certain moment, and you're not able to do it from the way you know from your gut, yeah, from the the how head, how you're yeah. feeling. Maybe you're sick that day. You'll be able to technically pull it out and like get a tear if you have to get a tear. Or, yeah, you know. Yeah, and and um, yeah. I hope the tens
2: of people that are listening <laughs> aren't sitting there going, "Oh, why doesn't she just shut the hell
1: <laughs> they, up?" They cool. could pause it if they wanted. <laughs> to. That, you so you so don't have because to listen to The this. reason I'm saying
2: that is. Uh, one of the coolest things I ever heard, uh, I used to love Inside the Actor Studio oh, yeah. when it was good. Yeah, you yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know what the hell happened to it. I, Everything I, runs its course. That, yeah. That's true. Right. But when Meryl Streep was on, you know, they were asking her a lot of stuff, and she said, I like to keep secrets to myself. I don't like to talk about it too much. It like, it takes the magic. That's, away
0: that makes a lot of sense, and it
2: does. I mean, you know, it's yeah. okay for me to kind of mess around with it, but
0: sometimes you just go, oh, it's, it's for you, yeah, 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 keep your secrets to yourself. You don't have to reveal all on talking like normal people. <laughs> so, our show is called Talking Like Normal People because right. sometimes that's all we want. We want you to just talk like a normal person, right? A lot of actors uh can get caught up in a thing doing a thing what what does that mean to you how do you talk like a normal person on camera uh, uh on camera sure when you're when you're acting when you're acting not acting you know uh. how do you make it grounded and honest and real and well i always try to have uh an
2: objective and an intention and know who i'm talking to but you know i'm still i'm i'm still Really learning the film thing, yeah. I, I mean, I feel so much more comfortable, um, than I did, but there's a part of me, you know, like anybody that comes from theater that wants to build that whole arc and do all that because you have to. I mean, you're going to be there for two, three, four hours, and so, um, figuring out that thing so you can be exactly where you need to be, um in five to ten minutes and then take a break and the boredom factor the sitting around factor that's hard
0: yeah how Uh, how is it for you in film versus theater you know in in theater you get you get like a complete through line beginning Mm -hmm. middle end of the show but in film you have to you know shoot the the end scene and then go back and shoot you know the yeah, opening I mean, scene I,
2: I did it but i i i kept thinking how is this going to work but that's the director's job right yeah and the editor's job uh and then you know but the other side of that is some people that have only done film they're like oh my god and how do you learn a whole play <laughs> yeah. one, Oh, one <laughs> There's person too many lines in <laughs> <laughs> so um but i guess i guess if you know you can do that you can do anything but still There's a little, there's tricks and techniques to anything. And so we've all got, we've all got plenty to learn.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that you're fantastic. And I think if, if you have some questions for us, we should switch the, uh, switch the channels.
2: Yes. Uh, My very, the very first thing I wanted to be growing up was a journalist and, um, a, a, you know, like a Barbara Walter.
0: Here's your so. chance. Yes.
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, um, it's just the two of you in this company, correct?
1: Yeah. For the most for the part, part. We, we have, um, Mr. Robert Lerivier, You might've heard of him. He, he helps, helps us
0: out. Sometimes. Sometimes. Is he on
2: one of your, um, yeah, he, yes.
0: he's my husband. He's an actor. Justin and I are pretty good at, uh, managing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it does get a little overwhelming. You yes. know, um, and, and if we need additional help, like for a casting day, sometimes we'll pull someone sure. to come in and work, yeah. like help help us, like run a session. Especially on commercials, I usually will always have a third person, somebody in the lobby. Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't do a ton of commercials, but they're just a headache most yeah. of the time anyway so <laughs> that's you, how i heard <laughs> yeah there's yeah, yeah. but there's usually money to pay a third person yes. You know? yes
1: yes but there's there's people there's people around like um liz has two people that are right out there if things ever got really bad and we needed yeah we weren't doing much like you can mix and match yeah yeah
0: we can pull we can pull from her uh her team as well and yeah. she can pull from us and so we we don't we aren't the same company, but we, yeah. we definitely like will no, help each this other. A
2: group here in this building. Are very
0: yeah. f- and familial. candy, like sometimes candy, I'll pull in candy to um, you know, like if we need to run a, a commercial session and I mm-hmm. need somebody to, to run the session because I'm doing another casting on something yeah. else, uh, Candy's completely adept at that, mm-hmm. so you know, it's kind of a freelancer that I, that I can pull in, but yeah. It's just Justin and I. How
2: um, how long have you both been casting, and how how did you get into casting? Okay, did you work, yeah. And, uh, and has everybody asked you that damn question?
1: Uh, probably. everybody's asked Ryan, but I don't think I've ever answered.
0: Why don't it. you answer it? Yeah, you answer yours. Justin. It all
1: started in Maslin, Ohio, nineteen ninety.
0: <laughs>
1: Julie Coulter was giving birth. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I actually I was always in the making movies and stuff my um my aunt lent me her vhs camera once and i made like five short films in a weekend uh took video in high school went to film school uh graduated came here and i actually i wanted to do a bunch of different things like i wanted to be an editor and i wanted to be a camera person and i wanted to do lights and i wanted to be an ad and then i uh, found myself working in a casting office and i was like Nah, i'm gonna do this from now on until forever and um he worked for tracy kilpatrick yeah i I worked for tracy kilpatrick for a while and she um bops around a lot of places so i couldn't couldn't keep up with her so i um ended up sticking around casting extras for glorioso and Kulon for a while just uh waiting for one of those casting assistant spots to open up and Mm -hmm. then uh ryan hired me on astronaut wives club and i've Made myself indisposables. So. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you have. I bet you have. Tra- yeah, Tracy.
2: Uh, Tracy was responsible for getting me hooked up at the Fairley Brothers for the first film that I did with them, and then I did like three. I don't know that she. I guess she did cast all three. She, that's amazing. Yeah,
1: she's a, she brings people into this industry. Like does she? Oh, myself, Charlotte. Think about uh, like Lucky Johnson and and like tons of other actors. Like she's she's responsible for just like seeing somebody. I'm like you should you should be in this.
0: Shout one. out to Tracy Kilpatrick. She gets mm-hmm. one almost every episode. You, you do a lot of comedy. Is that do you feel like that's your forte, or do you do you like to? Do you get an opportunity to mix it up? I mean, your your role in Astronaut Wives was had a, a nice mm-hmm. dramatic arc, right? Mm-hmm. I I think it's funny. Um, different
2: people think different things, and different casting directors, and definitely in film, I think they're they sort of think comedy or whatever. Um, but I actually think I'm good at those polar someone who is completely tragic and screwed oh. up, or or funny, because. It's the same thing. Yeah,
1: it is. Yeah,
0: yeah. You just gotta be. Yeah, either
2: way,
1: you're hysterical. Oh. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: my cast. Yeah, I, I like
2: uh, them both. I, and comedy is harder, definitely.
0: Yeah, timing, all that. Yeah. Timing. Oh, timing. Damn it! Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, my casting experience started. I, I was an actor before, and then I moved back to New Orleans in 2004, and I started working with Liz. Um, by way of being a stand-in, I was a stand-in on a um my like I moved back to New Orleans, didn't know what I was doing with my life, uh, had no job, and it was like the first month I was back, they hired me or they called me to see if I wanted to come in for a stand-in interview on a TV movie of the week with Ann Haysh. And I was the I was a stand-in for Jonathan Lapaglia. Who, oh, I know who that is who yeah. is about six inches taller than me and looks nothing <laughs> I look nothing no, like you him. Don't. Um and I I after I got into casting, I uh worked with the DP on a couple of movies, like in the beginning of my casting stuff. And I was like, why did you hire me for that? I look nothing <laughs> like that guy. He was like, You're the only one who who seemed intelligent. Uh, at the interview and seemed like you could stick it out so i did that for four weeks and then plus
2: they know you're not going to be a total they don't want a total idiot
0: they don't want a total idiot yeah. No, don't be stand ins don't be a total idiot oh, i've uh, seen some strange stuff with stand-ins. stand-ins. They,
1: they can get weird <laughs> so <laughs>
0: we uh Liz and her partner started doing a movie, a big movie, and they needed help. And I, from the get go, was like, Hey, if you guys ever need help in your office, you know, I've been on 20,000 auditions. I know how a casting session works, you know, just from seeing it. Sure. And so they brought me in to help with extras casting on this big basketball movie. I've said this before. Sorry, audience. Uh, And it was like 12,000 extras. So we worked like, Every day for like nineteen hours a day, and that 's not a lie uh seven days a week uh, and and then i stick I stuck with them they had me back after that wrapped and then we just like that year we did like probably like ten more movies and then I kept working with them, and then I ended up in Shreveport uh with Liz on a movie, and she deserted me oh. <laughs> because she got a job down here, and i wound up <laughs> I wound up like with three shows under her moniker that I was running in Shreveport. And then it, it started to dry up for her company in Shreveport. But I bought a house there. I was like, Shreveport's where it's at. I'm staying here forever. And uh oh my God. Yeah, That's smart. smart. <laughs> I, I sometimes, you know, I make the smartest of yeah. decisions. Um and, and then I started my company there in, in two thousand six. Um you know, I, my first movie on my own was, uh, Harold and Kumar, the sequel. Yeah. Great
1: film. Yeah, it is. Love that. It uh,
0: <laughs> comedy. Um, <laughs> and then it just kind of, you know, I, I owe my casting roots really to Shreveport because if I hadn't been there, uh, during the period, there was a five year period where everything in Louisiana was made in Shreveport. I know there was, I, and I did a couple of things, yeah, in Shreveport. and I, I mean, I was just working like sixteen movies a year, like it was just insane. I had like central casting of Shreveport, you know, not to give central casting a plug, but God, it's too there you go. did it and then it just it just evolved like that, you know, kind of learned on the job and uh still learning, and fourteen years later.
2: I think that's the one thing about that I can see in the film industry. I bet you just about everybody learns on the job in the beginning.
0: I think a lot of people do, yeah. you know, certain departments you need to have specific skills. Sure. You yeah, need to know sure. what plug goes into what, you know, socket. But you, uh,
1: you learn something every show. Uh, Cause yesterday we had um, that actor, we had to drop, pick up double scale and i saw the accountant as i was being sent home sick cuz you made me go home and <laughs> he was like i've never heard of that rule before i've been working in this industry yeah. for years you know i was yeah. like
0: you know that like for an actor if there's uh, if there's less than 14 days in between a, yes. a start yes. and a finish date and there's no other work days you can drop uh, pick up on television on only. tv mm-hmm. you can drop them and pick them up uh, with less than those dates at double scale on but, each end. Yeah.
1: No so. plus ten percent.
0: I have to remember. No plus. Yeah, because yeah, you're already paying again, over yeah. scale. I,
2: I think I knew that because it happened somewhere with. Uh,
0: yeah. You know, it's nice. I mean, you know, if you were on a film and that happened though, want, it would be better because you would be getting you'd be getting held for yeah. with that weekly contract. Um, but the but the TV contract has that loophole in it, which you know saves the production money you know i mean granted you're only working two days yeah which you would normally get like two thousand dollars and you know if you get the double scale that's an extra two grand yeah you know um it's interesting that you uh
2: this has nothing to do with that except for i was on the sag website um Looking to track my
0: residuals as I yeah, as they do we've heard that's a <laughs> yeah, that's, that's
2: a thing, thing. Yeah, yeah their damn website is good, it's good, you know, this is what day it was mailed, here it's in processing, so you can look at it and go what am I going to buy a, but so there's always you know the the front page of the website, uh, and um, I don't know if this is. Like a good thing to bring up, but I thought it was interesting. They're trying to make sure that castings ha- do not happen in hotel rooms or private residences. I wonder
1: anymore. why they would do I that. I know. It's
0: so strange.
1: In today's day and age, everything's fine.
0: Don't ever go to a, a hotel room for a cat. I mean, Harvey Weinstein, for God's sake! But it's right? pretty
2: interesting that they're passing all this stuff, and it's all over the no, front they, of the. No, they should. But you know, the very
0: first—I mean, it was a hotel room.
2: I mean, it was a
0: a, a suite, a suite with like a little living room.
1: Yeah, and but some I mean, rose. I've had oh, no, I've I had wouldn't. auditions <laughs> like in a. <laughs>
0: Who's that, like Bill Cosby's room oh, or something? don't do oh, that. And, uh,
2: no, but the first thing I got last dance, which was Bruce Beresford. I mean, you know, and who's the casting director? She was from L.A. She was a sweet lady. But, I mean, used to, if the directors were going, first of all, we weren't taping. Yeah. Right. So, you know, they get a suite and... Atlanta. Now they use a lot of production offices. Yeah, and stuff.
0: production office, or even if you're, if it is a hotel, I think like a small ballroom yeah, or something. Right. Lobby, or something. right, right, yeah. right. I've not, done, I've done that. Not I mean, meet
1: me at room eight one six. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. I used to come from Shreveport. You know, if I was casting a movie, I would come from Shreveport to New Orleans to do like two days of casting, and I would rent, you know, a ballroom, sure. a small ballroom at a hotel, and actors would come there. And- um, the Renaissance Art. Um yeah I I usually do I did uh like out in Harahan, I did one once and then uh the Omni Royal in the French Quarter I did I've done that but yeah but I, the Touche Bar That's <laughs> the Omni Royal Is that? Yes Tuch- because this woman that uh,
2: they have this little bar that opens straight out on Royal it's Okay Touche it's been there Oh for, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah but you might not ever notice it because you're just walking along Royal, but it's part of the Omni It Royal. is, okay. Yeah.
0: It's next to the rib room, kind of.
2: Exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. And this, there's this woman that's the bartender there that's been there for 20 years. She's the bar manager and the day bartender. And she is awesome. She's like Betty, and nice. wife. And you can step in for. her. Yeah. You can be her stand-in. I know. I know. And and she's a a great New Orleans character and has a great accent. So a lot of locals that work on Royal and stuff come Hang in there. And out that
0: place. Yeah. And uh, yeah, two I shaver. like how I like how familiar you are with New Orleans. It's I like, love New Orleans. It's like you. Yeah, you. She has yeah, a tattoo. Yeah, she has a
1: Florida lady tattoo on that shoulder there.
2: You know. Um, my husband and I are both big music freaks and we love food and we were both in the restaurant business. He was in the bar business. So, you know, it was kind of a, a natural fit, but honest to God, the first time I came here, I just felt like I've been here all my life. Why don't you move here? Yeah.
1: Just come on down,
2: (laughs) move the whole fam. (laughs) Believe me, I go back and forth about, should I get, I, I mean, I have a place part time. You know, and then yeah. uh, right now, every, all the stuff's going on in Georgia, but yeah. I, I really would like to just live here. Live Keep
1: here. that residual tracker. See if you can <laughs> get that second house out here.
2: I don't know. Every time I come out here, it's either the, everybody's selling everything or yeah. the prices are way up yeah.
1: or way
0: down. It's insane. And,
1: yeah. As far as work, I feel like we're kind of in a an interesting spot because we're seeing a lot of... Work catch up in New yes. Orleans right now, and like you know, I know tons of my friends that are actors that went out to Atlanta, and now I'm sure in their heads, like, Ooh, what am I gonna do? But I th- I think like playing the back and forth, if you if you can keep doing it, if you can patty friendship, patty friendship. Well,
2: it. and I'm not doing anything, <laughs> patty friendship. Yeah, I I mean I'm paying rent. Yeah, you know, and and I know there's a lot of actors in Atlanta. Well, you know, because. They're getting pissed off at the agents for bringing, you know, people from L.A. and stuff.
0: Well, you know, go pay rent. That's what I've done. Yeah. yeah, Right. Do you spend time in L.A. ever? No. No. Nice. You see that? All you L.A. folks listening. You can have a <laughs> illustrious career. career right here in the deep south. You could have been on Squidbillies. Oh, I mean, we didn't fluid. even talk about that. We I did know. it, and
1: there was like four times. Wait, I was like, "I'm going to bring up dude, Squidbillies. Bring it up now." Yeah, I just. There's, I
0: mean, how did you get that? Yeah, uh,
2: I just read for it. Do you, Do you do a lot of voiceover work? I used to. I did a lot in Florida when I was in Tampa, but uh, casting directors didn't usually handle the voiceover. It was like, I had done some radio. I was like the weather girl on a radio, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was Mother Nature. Ooh, Uh, ooh, nice. Yeah, so, you know, it was basically just a little novelty jokey thing where I would tell some stupid ass, you know, joke at the end, you know, which was not nice to fool Mother Nature, so.
1: (laughs) But is is Squid Billy still running? Yeah, yeah. They just came back. Are you still on it? Yes. Oh my god.
2: But I haven't read you know, it's weird when you're doing those voiceovers and especially in a cartoon. I mean, they'll kind of pull me in and I'll read a lot of little yeah, lines here and there. For, and of course, as anybody who knows Lil, um, Lil doesn't as, as much have lines as she makes noises. Yeah, she just exists. She has, she makes, she has sex. <laughs> she <laughs> does drugs. She runs a, um, Lil runs a beauty parlor and a meth lab.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I've never seen this show. That's the I have to... Yo, it's the dream. It's the
2: dream.
1: It's a it's a bomb show. It's one of the when we were in college. My roommate Greg loved it, and
0: when we'd come home, from, guys love it. Yeah, guys love it. Do do you have to to do a job like this? Is that you, they just pull you in solo somewhere in yeah. Atlanta, or is the whole show at Turner? Right there? At, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. At the um, so you're in there doing the voice with no one to play. Well, with? Well,
2: you're. The creators. Okay. Yeah. Right. So yeah. they read with you. Yeah. Dave Willis and Jim Fort. Yeah. And they're, they okay. write it. They read with you. I mean, they, they wrote it. They're yeah. crazy. That's amazing. They're crazy. Cause it's a crazy show. It is a crazy it's show. Hilarious. And then the, the lead guy. And I mean, we only meet, um, we've met like every, you know, when they'll release a DVD or something, they'll have a big party maybe once every other year or something. so that's, the only time you ever see each other. Yeah. Although um, there's a girl named Mary Craft. You know Steve Coulter. Yeah.
0: Are you not related? related I know. This, I bet yeah, you Steve Coulter. This
1: has come up before. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: I was going to ask you that earlier. Well, Steve's an amazing. Uh, Is actor he a Squid Billy Atlanta. too? No no, uh, no, 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 <laughs> no.
1: Oh my God.
2: cut it there. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't mean that. I mean, this guy, every time you turn around, he's like, how's the Lies. And he's, uh, what's the uh, movie that was just. Came out on HBO with Al Pacino. Yeah, he's Paterno. He's he's yeah, killing he's busy. it. He's killing he's it. Killing it. Uh, his girlfriend, her, her name is Mary Craft. I hope they're still together. Anyway, she does a, another female voice on Squid Billy, so I'll, I'll run into her. But um, no, you're just you just come in. I I kind of expect to hear from them soon. Cool, but it's crazy. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't even know. I they must have heard something. I did on my voice reel and i don't know it's been like eight years ago yeah yeah it's been running forever but Uh, she's crazy you know they um that show yeah yeah that show's crazy and lil's crazy and so most of the time when i leave my voice is just a wreck because (laughs) i dave wants it so southern and so you know cough and
1: yeah. Well at Kavach, the at the top of this and... episode you did that that cough gargle sound and I, I don't know if Ryan was hip to what was happening. Oh I, yeah, <laughs> I, I figured. Yeah, but I enjoyed <laughs> that. After I said squidbillies
0: <laughs> and the sounds came out. Yeah. 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 That was yeah. good. Patty, this has been a really cool talk. Yeah. Oh uh, I had so much fun. I think fun. that uh we talked like normal people. We did. And we got to learn some stuff about you which was I nice. Yeah. Thanks. I, I had a great time. Yeah. Um, I, I really did. I can't wait to, uh, you guys to put really, out to
2: the world. you guys really sort of just take it and make it really easy and ask the right questions. Sweet.
1: It's all him. I'm just here being snappy. No.
0: He's the snappy sidekick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he is the yeah, snappy yeah. sidekick.
0: All right. Well, everybody out there in the world, all tens of you, see how I brought that back around. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some uh, some Twitter handles. I'm at Glorioso Casting. The show is at Talk Like Normal, at Jason Edwards TV, at uh, Full Grown Mouse for Robert. Justin is on Instagram at Justin TC underscore underscore. Do you do any of that Twitter stuff or Instagram or any of that? that <laughs> no, here's where I'm out? gonna sound like a real old brat. I think I have one.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just
0: Google her name. Yeah,
1: I do have a, tw- but. Google Patricia French. You won't yeah. be disappointed. Yeah,
0: Everybody should just Google just Patricia Google.
1: French. Aww. All right. We're out.
0: Fun,
2: fun, fun, y'all. Thanks. Thanks, y'all. Thanks for having me.
0: Talking Like Normal People is brought to you by MyCastingFile.com. Create a searchable profile accessible by multiple casting directors who are casting major film, television, and commercial projects. MyCastingFile.com.